Gita. Agricultural lands. Karvata. Valleys. Bhatti. Flower gardens. Cha. Vannani. Forests. Upavannani. Nursery gardens. Cha. Translation. After my departure, I passed through many flourishing metropolises, towns, villages, animal farms, mines, agricultural lands, valleys, flower gardens, nursery gardens, and natural forests. Purport. Man's activities in agriculture, mining, farming, industries, gardening, etc. were all on the same scale as they are now even previous to the present creation. And the same activities will remain as they are in the next creation. After many hundreds of millions of years, one creation is started by the law of nature, and the history of the universe repeats itself practically in the same way. The mundane wranglers waste time with archaeological excavations without searching into the vital necessities of life. Although getting an impetus in spiritual life, Sinarada Muni, even though a mere child, did not waste time for a single moment with economic development. Although he passed towns and villages, mines and industries, he continually went on to progressive spiritual emancipation. Srimad Bhagavatam is the repetition of history, which happened some uh, hundreds of millions of years ago. As it is said here in only the most important factors of history are picked up to be recorded in this transcendental literature. Om Jnati Marandasya Gyanandana Salakya Shakshurun Militamina Tasmai Sri Gurudevama Sri Chaitanya Nobhishtam material activities that are going on uh, since time immemorial. In that sense, there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, uh, whether we are uh, 
cutting edge downtown or whether we are here in a more natural society, a natural setting. Um, same dynamics, um, same dynamics. If we look at the uh, Manu Samhita, it governs all the uh, human aspects of life. Um, um, not only are there uh, instructions for the ashrams, not only is it about how to get married, how to conceive a child, how to give birth to a child, how to bring up a child, and all those kind of things, family life. Uh, but even um, even traffic is described in the Mother Samhita. It says like, like when a bullock cart uh, gets involved in an accident, uh, then they're looking at the brake pin, and the brake pin of the wheel, there is a pin, and now, that determines who is guilty or not, right? So they, they, had, uh, they had traffic rules and, and even bullet cart accidents. What's new under the sun? Nothing. Same dynamics because of the material world. Janmamritchajaryadi, uh, birth, death, old age, and disease. Um, we see that the materialist is trying to uh, to, to create paradise in this material world and to make endless adjustments in trying to make the circumstances favorable and most enjoyable. Uh, we find in the seventh canto of Bhagavad Gita, eight separated material energies, both gross, earth, water, fire, air, ether, and subtle mind intelligence and false ego. Next verse, describes the living entity who is trying to exploit the material energy, manipulate things. Uh, and this is called uh, industry, this is called uh, politics, this is, uh, this is sense gratification. That is our business. Um, and uh, we see that when a culture becomes more pious, that there is more an element of acceptance, of, of destiny, of providence, and that in a more impious culture, uh, there is immense attachment to try, and, and somehow or other, squeeze the material energy in, uh, in the most enjoyable form from according to one's perception. Yeah. So uh, Narada, although a small boy, had, uh, had the good fortune of had, having had the association of these great saintly personalities. Throughout the rainy season, these Bhaktivedantas, the great self-realized devotees had, uh, had somehow or other taken shelter <coughs> in their home. Uh, along with his mother, uh, they were looking after these sages who were very transcendental. Uh, Narada heard the instructions uh, or their discussions. Narada uh, was allowed to take some remnants of their foodstuffs and he even got some personal directions. So then, after the sages left and so on, some time later, one early morning, his mother went out of the house to milk the cow and got bitten by a snake. And so uh, she passed on. Uh, and the five-year-old boy was immediately uh, ready to take a transcendental position to go into the world and to rely on the Supreme Lord. Now, as he is relying on the Supreme Lord, he is doing so to an extent externally. He's doing so according to sadhana bhakti. He's doing so according to regulative principles. In other words, he's living with a an idea, a philosophical idea of what's the goal of life and he's somehow or other taking it. Uh, 
Um, now he has to mature. He will go into the forest, he will sit under that tree, the, the Supreme Lord will uh, will even appear to him, but then disappear from him, and so on, and then communicate to him that this life you will not see me anymore, uh, but you need more purification and just continue your practices in the next life. So, um, this is, we have also come to the stage of being a sadhaka, of being a devotee who is in, or an aspiring devotee, who is trying to engage in devotional service in practice. Uh, and it's this practice that is, is, is not a matter of just going on automatic pilot. In Bhagavatam it states Anajapasamam Saksat Bhakti Yogam which means that it is by the process of devotional service that automatically, uh, automatically all anartas, all unwanted things, all stumbling blocks on the spiritual path are uh, are destroyed. So this speaks about the automatic purification of devotional service. Um, however, we should appreciate that the, um, as the automatic purification is happening, we're also becoming more conscious. We're also becoming more aware of what, of of what is proper, what is improper, what is anakulya, what is praticulya, what is favorable, what is not favorable. And, um, and we embrace, we embrace the path. Um, uh, it's one thing, uh, or, well, in, in the past, uh, in the chapter of Druva, there's the famous verse, uh, yeah. Um, in the chapter in Bhagavatam dedicated to the story about Dhruva Maharaj, um, we find the verse Akama Sarva Kamara Moksha Kama Udari Tivrena Bhakti Yogena Yeta Purushirparam. So Tivrena Bhakti Yogena means like one has to engage, whether one is material desirous or not, one has to engage in the in the process of pure devotional service with great force. So that's one level, where we just engage in the process of pure devotional service and with enthusiasm and great determination. Another level of devotional service is where we actually embrace the mercy of Krishna and where we actually appreciate that everything is simply the, everything is simply the arrangement of the Lord. Not a blade of grass moves without his will, so, not a blade of grass moves in the wrong way. Nothing ever goes wrong. Yeah. It's only our state of mind that is wrong when we think anything is wrong because nothing is wrong. So this state of consciousness, of seeing no obstacle whatsoever, that is the ultimate state of consciousness of the Uttamadikari, of the topmost devotee, who's really beyond the material energy. And Yes, Sila Prabhupada states that um, we should not remain kanistas, devotees with weak faith, who rely. Uh, a kanista adhikari is, 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 is also described as a prakriti bhakta, a devotee who is still having, who believes in the material energy for happiness. The material energy, it doesn't work. No matter how it looks, it just doesn't work. Sense gratification is doomed. It never works. It seems for a little while that it does. But it's a setup. It's a setup for the big smash. Krishna Bahi Bukka Bahaya Bhogavan Sugara Nikisamaya Tara Japatiya it is said that Jagadananda Pandit is speaking in Prema Vivarta. 
he says that when you get involved with the material energy for sense gratification, Maya is waiting nearby, she will slap you down. Yeah, such a nice reflection early in the morning. <laughs> Maya will slap us down. Yes, and then, you know, so a, a Madhyam Adhikari, uh, as firm faith, Madhyam, Madhyam Adhikari is really that mood of Nista, that mood of firm faith. And Sadhasapta Viswas Kai Sudrida Nischai. That Nista is also described, Sudrida Nischai. So the Madhyam has firm faith. Krishna Bhakti Koyala Sarvakarma Kritai. That by engaging in devotional service, all benefits, all good will come. So this is the Sadhaka. Yes, I am convinced all good will come from devotional service and therefore uh, whatever comes my way, <coughs> I will tolerate, you know, whatever the three modes of material nature cook up, if it's good I will not be distracted, if it's bad I'll take it on the chin and sort of go through and um, fixed in Sadhana Bhakti. But we see this element of taking it on the chin is not enough. Oh, it's, it's, it's not enough. We have to, it's not enough to love, to come, to really love Krishna. We have to embrace, embrace destiny and see Krishna behind it. See how Krishna is having a purpose and that it is good. Oh, the Lord is described, he's uh, omnipotent, omniscient, and omnibenevolent, these three. Uh, he is, uh, yes, all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-good. So it's all good. Everything is good, because he's behind it. Okay, uh, I'm thinking about such things. It's not just that I kind of came up with that idea in, uh, in when, while we are I'm discussing this verse and that I'm thinking what uh, what kind of meaning can I squeeze out of this verse so that I can yeah, come up with a nice class no no and I'm, I'm just trying to to get there I'm trying to embrace embrace life embrace Krishna who is is just uh, bringing us so many things at so many turns Right. Expected, unexpected, uh, some expect, yeah, expectations not fulfilled. And, but what are Krishna's expectations? Oh. It's simple. Because, first of all, there is a Yuga Dharma. First of all, and the Yuga Dharma is giving us the context. Uh, it so happens to be that this is a special Yuga. that when you have a beautiful diamond right, that you uh, that that diamond uh, which is very brilliant looks better on a black background because then the brilliance even the contrast even it comes out more so the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on the back on the black background of Kali Yuga are especially showing so yes this is the uh, auspicious time. This is the time when uh, mercy is flooding everything. And this is the time when uh, that's the only thing that matters. Uh, and we may say, yeah, but I want this, yes, but I need that, but oh, and so on. But the truth is, we are just being flooded by mercy. The last few days, been speaking about this dog in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that followed Shivananda, saying, uh, when all the devotees were going to uh, to Jagannath Puri, and there's that purport, uh, and I've been talking about it again and again, uh, where Prabhupada says that 
because Stephen Under Singh sort of adopted this dog because he saw the dog was going to uh, to Puri and was destined to go to Mahaprabhu. He accepted the dog, cared for the dog, uh, and and really, yeah, in his heart also adopted that dog as a member of the party. Then when the dog disappeared and so on, he was unhappy. Later the dog was found at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Lord was feeding a coconut pulp. And the Lord told the dog to chant even on the overseas obeisances. And the dog is the next day going back to God. Then this wonderful purport of Prabhupada said, in the same way if all the devotees of ISKCON become pure devotees, then the whole world may just go back to God, even without knowing it. Just because... So, when a pure devotee is is becoming the well-wisher of someone, yes, then these things are happening. Of course, when Prabhupada writes it, we also think, yeah, well, Prabhupada, we are, you know, we are your dogs, and you are the one who has, uh, has indeed, who's doing this. Uh, And... Um, in scripture, uh, we read that the goal of human life is prema pumarta mahan, that it is uh, the goal of human life is to get Krishna praying. Now, Srila Prabhupada, he didn't talk an awful lot about Krishna praying. Right? We don't hear so many lectures about Krishna praying, Krishna praying, Krishna praying. But we hear back to Godhead, back to Godhead, back to Godhead. In the scriptures, you don't really read anything about back to Godhead. Where is the verse that speaks about back to Godhead? Uh, not that much uh, as Prabhupada did. What Prabhupada simply did is somehow or other, uh, just like that dog right, that went back to Godhead because of Stephen on the same special mercy, in the same way, dog-like people or dvipadapasus, two-legged animals, can go back to Godhead simply by the prayer and the desire and the teachings of Srila Prabhupada. And in this way, we are benedicted and greatly blessed even without knowing it. And we're talking, oh, it's so difficult. Oh, I have to change rounds. I'm struggling. I'm behind. Oh, I am, you know, the principles of four, can it be three, I am shy, oh, 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 my health, my body, you know, how's your health, you know, yeah, well, you know, I what a question, you know, especially to ask an old man, you know, Maharaj, how's your health, you know, what do you, what do you think, <laughs> it's a mess, of course it's a mess, you know, we're old, <laughs> what do you want, you know, I mean, even young people, I mean, it's amazing. When you're a Swami, it's an interesting position uh, because you get an insight in the, the private look into the life of many people. Eh? You know, many people open up their private life to you and tell you something about it. Well, I can tell you, this one has a hole in his stomach, that one has a heart that is failing, this one has like holes in his brain, you know. It's amazing the things that people have, and even at young age, you know. I mean, so how's your health? Terrible. <laughs> We're falling apart. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> okay, you know. Uh, yeah. So, let's just talk about Krishna and spend our lives as much as possible in appreciating that actually Krishna is the Supreme Director. And that when we think, oh, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, it's getting all out of control. Here comes Mr. Iranekasipu. <laughs> we enjoyed the French Iranekasipu. <laughs> special flavor. Couplet, <laughs> I will cut your head. <laughs> it's the old French tradition. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was going, uh-uh. Yes. Anyhow, let us get absorbed. Yes, let there be place. Yes, let there be kirtan. Yes, let there be, let the mercy flow. Let it go out. 
This is the only only thing we can get absorbed in. Vrajalila, good luck. You know, it's very interesting, but to get absorbed is hard when you're lacking in love. But here on the streets of London, you know, we can we can actually do something. So we are here in a very uh, favorable position, a very favorable position. This temple is like a diving board, you know? I mean, you just plunge in, you know? You just plunge in, you're basically here, right there, all you have, okay. So here it's a matter of, like, okay, run, you know? <laughs> Do it, you know? Some are standing on the board looking at the water, like, oh, come on, you know? If you don't jump, we're gonna throw you in. <laughs> you know how it is. You're on the board, it's too late, you know. In Soho Street, you know, there's no escape. This is wonderful. What a place. Um, such mercy. Such opportunities. Um, because this is the easiest way. The easiest way to overcome our lower nature. To conquer the mind, to conquer the senses, to conquer our lusty desires. The easiest way. Um, so... Yes, uh, Narada Muni, he was uh, obviously from another yuga. He was obviously able to take instructions and completely fix himself on it. I don't know about you, I know about me. It's hard for me to fix myself on any instructions. And, uh, and the tendency is to go a little bit below, if there's a standard, to just sort of approach it halfway. What to do? I'm a half-baked potato. Yeah, such is the situation. So, therefore, um, but by taking up the, this Yuga Dharma, this mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that is where we can meet our Lord and finally embrace our Lord. Um, the Pope, <coughs> I mean, I wonder why am I doing bringing in the Pope? Yeah, but the Pope once met an, uh, um, a junkie, a drug addict, and he said to him, he said, you you will not find God in the church. He said, you will not find him in the Bible. You will find him in your addiction. And that was pretty, wow. <laughs> this Pope, you know, look at that. <laughs> he came out with something, that something. Um, I also often feel like that. Uh, I read the books and then, um, yeah, made a half-hearted attempt to sort of implement them in my life. Um, but then, it's, it's, it's real life that creates all these situations that force me to take shelter of the books. Right? When real life situations start to happen, then I have to turn to the books. And then, okay, that combination is, it seems to um, work best for a resident of this age of God. All right, I'm uh, just sharing some of these uh, reflections with you, um, drawing it from Narga, who just shows us that that whatever the conditions may be, fix your mind on Krishna. So I've tried to kind of bring that more in a contemporary context, you know, something of more relevance to us and so on in this short presentation. I'll end now. First of all, as Chalamanda Maharaj, if he would be so kind to share some realizations. Well, we're seeing like what you were mentioning just now, everything is good, 
nothing happens. Not just by only by the will of the Lord, everything's happening by his arrangement. We've seen this in, I guess, every situation, but particularly we've seen this in France right now. In my point of view, where local authorities are putting some you know, extreme demands upon us, and uh, we just seen this as Christian's hand working through yeah. to achieve what we couldn't do. We've been struggling along for years on end, but in one sense, they're making it happen quicker than we intended. So we see Christian's hand working here, we hope. But this, whatever happens, mm -hmm. he's trying to see his Christian hand. There's a good reason behind everything. Yeah, interesting. Christians at work in France, right? <laughs> Turning up the heat. But, you know, the funny thing is, I also felt that Christian was just cooking it up in my life as well. It just turned up the flame a little bit. Somehow or other, it seems that... So I have this, this uh, topic about it, that we are like chapatis, you know? And that, like, somehow or other, they're all going to get cooked. <laughs> we all we're meant to be cooked and then you don't like the cooking it's getting too hot try to turn over on the other side but then go somewhere else don't get cooked on the other side cooked in France cooked in London cooked in Amsterdam as well um, the other side too is that it, it if we're fortunate we'll see it as a, a reflection of our own hearts in the sense that Christians also pulling us not that you want to blame yourself or, or anything like that, but it does help to bring to the surface the importance of our own, you know, safe, taking shelter of Krishna, our own, you know, looking at our own hearts and seeing our own, yeah. you know, not just plowing on with material methodologies, yeah. etc., which may work on the surface. But the whole purpose behind all of it is, you know, the internal change of perception. Yeah. Yeah, and to embrace Krishna's kindness. Yeah. Like Bhakti Siddhartha says, that one who thinks they can be a reformer of this world is in need of reform. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. I think not a blade, not a single hair, you know, can be changed without the will of God. Every hair is, you know, everything that happens is his hand. The only change that's needed is the change of one's own perception, which can be evoked by exposing oneself to the sound vibration of the holy mind. You know, it, you know, it can really bring us to this point very, you know, much more committedly within our hearts. Thank if you. If, if we want. Thank you. Thank you. So, anyone in question? Also, since you're five minutes. Yeah, please. You're getting a microphone. Thank you for the nice talk. Just reflecting on what you're saying, um, I was reflecting, you mentioned that most of us is destiny. So when we were looking uh, on Prahlad Maharaj and on, on um, Narsimha Chaturdasi, uh, where Kashyap Muni, he had already told um, that, you know, uh, your, your son is going to be a demon, Hiranyakashipu, but the grandson will be Prahlad. So he's able to see two generations through. Uh, my question is, in all our lives as we go through, most of us is it predestined? If it is predestined, then sometimes I think, why even endeavor? Whatever it is, it is predestined. Mm -hmm. Where is, where is okay. effort versus? Tasyaya dehita prahitita kovido, and there is that verse, and Srila Prabhupada responded to that, speaking about predestination. And Srila Prabhupada said, everything in the realm of karma is predestined. But devotional service is not predestined. The results of devotional service are not predestined. That is something that can change everything. Karma is predestined. And when we take up devotional service, we get out of this predestined life. Still, because there is still the diminished influence of karma. Right? It's still working. The fan is turned off, but still spinning. So we're still getting some, some diminished reactions of our karma, and we're going through that. Right? That will still come. 
and some things, yeah, we, we, we got a body, karmana daivane trena. We got a body uh, according to karma and divine arrangement, you know, and, uh, and we got to do it with that. Yeah. It's a certain height, you got a certain brain, we got certain eyes, you know, like uh, you name it. You gotta live with what you got. Uh, so, in this way, even when we are in devotional service, we're still in this world where karma is, is limiting us. And that's predestined. But, we can make the best use of a bad bargain and take up devotional service to the best of our ability right? and, and, and gradually rise above this predestination and, and become more and more empowered and can rise above these limitations of karma. Maybe not completely. I speak a few languages but I still don't speak Russian because I wasn't born in that part of the world, you know, and it's like, uh, that's about as far as it goes, right? A uh, few words, you know, but not really anything more. Because by karma, I wasn't so connected to that part of the world. Um, like that, the predestination seems to still have a, have a grip on us. The karma still has a grip on us. But one can completely transcend it and not identify with the material body and to internally be totally absorbed in the relationship with Krishna. And then Krishna can empower us. You know? So many things can, can happen when we transcend material limitations. Like this, this predestination issue or discussion is there. So don't become fatalistic and think, oh, everything's predestined so I don't have to do anything because uh, there's devotional service. And then divine about yoga, you know, with great force. And we can change our whole destiny. Clap the frog the deities. Lines have changed. devotion says, clap your hands and all the, the birds of sin are flying away. Okay, anybody else? Yes. Thank you, Mark, for joining this class. Thank you. Um, I was thinking, you speaking about um, Krishna's plans in the devotee's life. Often, it always remains unclear, like a bit of a mystery, what is Krishna's plan? Is it this or is it that? It's only on retrospect, when we look back, it was Krishna's plan. Mm -hmm. But the time we're trying to ascertain, is this Krishna's plan, is it not, or what way is it? Sometimes it's a bit of a mystery. Sometimes, or sometimes it might be obvious, but most times it's like it. Sometimes you think it's Krishna's plan, but then it seems like it's not. It's not that. Well, I think there's Krishna's greater plan, and that we know. As I said, Yuga Dharma, you know, uh, Krishna's desire to deliver the conditioned souls, and so that's his greater plan. We know that. If you go a little bit to the side, so then I can eye contact it. <laughs> um, so Krishna's greater plan is uh, is there. Then the more detailed aspects of his plan, yeah, that gets sometimes a little bit uh, bewildering. Um, we try, we try, uh, uh, we try to make plans for Krishna, try to take blessings from the Vaishnavas uh, in, 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 the, in the hope that Krishna reveal his, will reveal his will through the Vaishnavas to us, we have the scriptures as a guideline, so we have all these things that sort of roadmaps that give us an idea of what direction to go. And, and sometimes we may need to adjust. Now what do you do when you go in a certain direction and there are barriers every time? Does it mean Krishna doesn't want it? Or does it mean that Krishna wants us to persevere and just show that nothing can stop us? I think then only 
the Vaishnavas and the spiritual master can can uh, can clarify. And then uh, and then make a choice. To, when there's no one who can advise us, we make a choice to the best of our ability. And then yes, later Krishna may reveal to us in hindsight. And that's life, I guess. But because we also know from scripture we, we, we know a little bit Krishna's uh, modus operandi. We know that there are many examples in scripture where there is the mission of Krishna's greater plan and then Krishna uh, sometimes letting the interest of, of his mission be harmed for the purification of a particular individual. Right? So although this individual is sort of working in the mission of the Lord, but he needs some purification, and Krishna gives him that purification, although in a way it takes the person out of the mission. So it's between that, you know, Krishna is trying, first of all, to prepare the ground, to make us humble. That's the first thing, and surrender to his will. Then, the second thing, he's trying to do is trying to increase our love and the love of all living beings in the world that's the greater plan so sometimes we see Krishna allows us to get absorbed in developing our love for him and distributing his love and other times when we go a little bit off boom, he pulls the rug from under us and is be a mouse again and we have to be a mouse again and sit on the on the fence or sit on the bench rather at the side and be out of the field and yeah wait out of time so the greater dynamics of Krishna planet the details not always I I should stop because it is 8.30 is gone so thank you very much have a nice nice day Jai, jai, jai. So let's get up with another Maharaj. Okay.